0: Finally, in the big three at three, a news story that is absolutely terrible. I mean, there's not really a a good way to paint it. There was the terrible bus accident in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And some, some details are coming out about it that are pretty much disturbing. So after the crash happens, the crash that killed five children on a school bus in Tennessee, the driver calls his mother to say, I love you, mom. I've been in a drastic accident. Well, he also did say, I hope it's not my fault. But from everything that can be read, and I don't want to completely crucify the guy, Jonathan... I mean, the biggest con- concern should be that the guy's name is Jonathan. Who names their, their kid Jonathan? <laughs> well, they couldn't figure if it was Jonathan or Anthony. His last name is Walker. Any relation, Dennis? Uh, I saw the picture. I don't. We don't look alike. But. Yeah. Also, some pretty disturbing details coming out that as he was speeding around a corner right before the bus flipped, children are telling their parents he yelled out, are y'all ready to die? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know if that was... Without context, you ever th- you ever have a crazy bus driver? Uh, my bus driver was was always crazy. She was like 420 pounds, just the most miserable woman ever. And we were we were evil children. Me, uh, my brother and I, we were wrestling in the back of the bus, and mm. I actually we were, I pushed my brother through the window of the bus. Oh wow! Oh so God. she hated us, and and we didn't like her either. But I, in this day and age, specifically would never, ever, ever let my child in a major city ride the bus. I mean, I rode the bus in a very small town. I grew up in Lapeer, Michigan. I feel like there wasn't much to be scared of then. But if I lived in St. Pete, if I lived in Tampa or any major area, there's no way that I'm giving my child to a complete stranger who these people, and I'm, I know there's bus drivers out there who are great people, but I, you know, it's not like this is the highest echelon of human being ever. And the, they have your child's life in their hands. I rode the bus
1: my almost, until I got a car in high school. I rode the bus, and, and I never had any problems. However, I also did sometimes ride the bus with some rowdy kids. You ever get the bus driver that just pulls off the road and stops and says, I'm not moving till you all
0: calm oh, down? Oh, yeah, that's the best. Oh, that's, that's the worst. That's how you know you've won. Absolutely. I would love to hear from parents who do not let their children ride the bus. 727-579-1025, 1-800-771-1025.
1: But not everybody has the luxury to just drive their kid to school.
0: Well, how else is your kid getting to school? Well, I'm just saying, look at the phenomenon of the car line. I mean, those car lines are packed. People are going to pick up their kids at school, and part of me has to wonder if that's because they don't want their kid riding the bus.
2: Yeah, well, you know, and the other thing, too, about buses is bus stops, and I think a lot of people forget that bus stops are like breeding grounds for children to get up to all kinds of nonsense.
0: Dude, I had some of the most intense early makeout out sessions oh, of my yeah. life at the bus stop at like 6.15 in the morning. Yeah, the, so, my first couple
2: pregnancy scares happened at bus stops, so. <laughs>
1: yeah, we used to do a thing uh, much different than making out, where you would line up like four people on one side and four people on the other side Sounds of the street hot? and throw rocks at each other.
2: Oh. Whoa, that's
0: actually a terrible thing. Nikki, did you ride the bus?
3: I did uh, for uh, some in elementary school and middle school, and I wrote it like home in high school for a little bit. But I got really bullied on the bus, so I was I was scared of the bus. Wow,
0: really? It's funny you just like flushed back terrible memories for me. I had the scariest bully ever that sat in the front row of the bus, and I remember every day when I walked up the bus, I had to walk by him, and I was so terrified. And this goes back to like first, second grade, so terrified of this kid and. I don't think any kid should have to go through that.
3: I was okay riding the bus home, but I couldn't ride the bus to school because my uh, stop was, like, one of the last ones, so it was a full bus. And for some Uh. reason, uh, people wouldn't let the fat girl sit with them, so (sighs) I— You know, I think you guess... got any
0: other oh. names? We should hunt these people. <laughs> no, back. no, it's
4: fine.
0: We should
3: we fine. should call them out. But You uh, know what was
0: great. Did you ever get the, the
2: like the single seat in the very back of the bus? Like they're all like bench seats I mean, and there was that one the extra one, single wide. one, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was those... The best when I got that.
1: Well, if you would have rode my bus, you'd be alright. I was the safety patrol on my bus.
3: You so... had safety patrol on your bus? We had some
1: rowdy kids.
3: Holy we that was like in elementary school. Yeah, you
0: lock things down as a safety patrol, you know? You'd strike me as a safety patrol. You're probably such a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can just see, like, you look like you could be safety patrol now. Like yeah. if you put a if you Hall put a, monitor here at Media <laughs> Group. if you put a sash on right now, like you're you're safety patrol. The
1: safety patrol is just a badge. I didn't really do anything with it.
0: I just don't feel right about it. And I think the age has a lot to do with it as well. do, do you think that because of stories like this is what's causing people to not let their kids go on the bus? Well, I mean, this is a pretty bad one, but this goes bigger than, you know, and, and I'd like to hear your calls on, on this as well. What are the things you don't let your children do because of news stories? Because in in this world that we live in that is very disturbing, and there's a lot of terrible people out there, and I'm a, a hypochondriac to a certain extent. Like, I love to worry, and I love to stress about things, and if I had a baby or a child at school, I would just be convinced that they're being decapitated all day, but... <laughs> I just feel like I wouldn't be able to let my child out into the world because I don't trust humanity.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't let any of my kids on Malaysia Airlines. Their planes seem to go missing all the time. So.
0: J-R, JR, did you ride the bus as a child?
1: Uh, yes, because my mom, she wanted me to be kidnapped.
0: What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> she, my mom didn't like me at all. She was, she was just like, please, somebody take them.
0: I mean, from the earliest age possible, you were you were on the bus?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was actually, when I was young, when I was even in kindergarten to to third grade, I used to walk to school by myself. Wow, really? really? How yeah. far of a walk though? I mean did you live right by the school? Well, this is the thing. I was I was living in Chicago at the time. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah. Oh god. How are you yeah. still alive? <laughs> exactly. That's why that's why I'm surprised. Nobody wanted me.
0: Chirac. Shy- <laughs> Chirac, right? Chirac, Shy- right? Shy- yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Um I used to well the, the school was close by. It was like a block away. So and, me walking, it wasn't really a big deal.
0: That is something that I think of often as well when I'm around school. When I'm around schools, like not, I'm not, how like, often I'm, are you? <laughs> <not even laughs> when I'm around Schools, school, John, not just lurking around, <laughs> but if I drive by a school, sometimes I'm just in shock because I see these small children walking, and I'm I'm like, if I was that parent somewhere, and I knew that my child was walking down the side of the road, even if it's a block or two blocks. I'm terrified. But,
1: yeah, but nobody wants a, uh, a crazy little black kid.
0: You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> you know. But see,
0: this is the, this is what the news has done to us.
2: Because the only stories that get traction are these. I mean, now, granted, this this situation is is horrible with the bus accident, but it's these sensational things that get the news, and it's it's trying to scare you. Uh, you know, I think that you just need to put it out of your head and just know that these things are rare occurrences. Bad things are going to happen in life, and, and get on with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you do not let your child ride the bus and you are a parent or there's just things you don't let your kids do because of the crazy world we live in, give us a call 727-579-1025, 1-800-771-1025. I don't know. I think that exactly what we're talking about right now is why I don't have children and I don't want to have children because the world is a very scary place. And to think that eventually I have to put them out into it this life that I've created is absolutely terrifying to me, and I do not want to do that. But but you have to get over that fact. I mean, I think about some of the things that I
1: did when I was younger that my parents don't know about, like me going out and throwing eggs at people's houses or just, like, doing real de- debaucherous stuff, you know? right? Like... I then think if I have a kid, man, I don't want him to do any of that stuff. I could have died several times in, in my life that my parents have no idea about. But it's
2: good for you. It it, it we you know it weeds out the weak kids. <laughs> it makes you stronger. Gives you
0: character. Gives you fun stories to tell later the on. The thing
1: is, you'll never know everything that your kid does, so you have to get over that.
0: Yeah, I mean it, that is a funny angle because as I get a little bit older, I mean over the past few years, you start to kind of tell your parent. You still live in fear of your mom, Dennis. So you probably don't understand, but uh, <laughs> like. Th- You start to kind of leak things out that you did while you were a child. And it's traumatic for your parents to think that they had this great son that was a completely innocent guy who was out doing these awful things. I mean,
2: we used to ride on top of cars, you know, throwing rocks at other cars. A lot of of cars involved in the shenanigans. I snuck out of
3: my house to meet a 27-year-old at the end of the the road with my best friend at the time because she was interested in him. How old were you? We were... 15. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, we snuck out of the house, and we went just to the end of our little dirt road, and the guy had his friends, and oh. they played guitar, and oh, they were my. drinking beers. And then <laughs> we went home, but we could have gotten kidnapped yeah. and all these things. And like I think about it, and now I'm like, what was I doing? And not to
0: only think about what were you doing in that moment, but think about the fact that your mom was probably sitting somewhere, you know, chilling, thinking that you were, she having, was asleep. Yeah, you were having a sleepover, and you were in the back of a 27-year-old dad. Th- that Van. That's
1: the issue is the older friends. I when I was 15 years old, I had a friend who was in college. He was like 22 at the time, so he could drive. I couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. And we used to do we used to do this horrible thing. We drive around with eggs, throw them at people's houses and fireworks. We'd light fireworks, like mortars and throw them at people's houses. And I remember getting pulled over by a cop and the cop pretty and I'm freaking out like my mom's going to find out. I'm done for like my dad's home and he's going to beat me. Uh, <laughs> we got pulled over and the cop pretty much said throw everything away he made us throw it all in the dumpster that was right there and sent us home so I've, my mom does not know that story and i pray she's not
0: listening yeah <laughs> hey chris thank you for calling drew garabo live i like your style please tell us a little bit about your stance on riding the bus
5: uh I, the kids do not ride the bus no way uh i had some horrific experiences as a kid in the back of the bus get beat up and picked on and i just won't won't uh subjugate my children to that
0: how many kids do you have
5: Uh, two, one of each, boy and a girl.
0: And how old are they, if you don't mind me asking?
5: Uh, my daughter is seven, and my son is six.
0: And so you're still, still scared at this point. Do you think there will be a time that comes when they get to be 13, 14, that you'll, you'll open up a little bit, or do you see yourself being kind of paranoid guy for their, and I don't even mean that in a bad way, but pretty much for their whole life.
5: Uh, I, I feel my job as a parent is to protect them and prepare them for the world as much as I can until they can be set forth and go into it. Uh, I, get,
1: I can agree with that, but, but do you also think maybe there's an issue where if everything bad that ever happened to you in, in your life, you you're then kind of like holding your kids back?
5: I, I yes, but, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just that thing, that subconscious thing that, you know, as parents, we we're conti- continuously striving to work hard to do better. We want our children to, uh, never suffer what we suffered and, yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, Benefit from all of our sacrifices while still trying to not raise jerks that, you know, take everything for for granted and still be good citizens of the world.
0: I understand. Well, I think you're a good dad, Chris. Thank you so much for the call. Nero, Nero, you do not let your children ride the bus either? I do not. Even though when I was a kid, I rode the bus uh, to school probably about 12, 14 miles by by myself on the CTA, the L, and the bus, and I took my sisters with me, you know? And I did come across a couple of weirdos, but, you know, that gives you the ability to, to weed people out, you know?
2: But don't you think you're better off for having gone through that now? Don't you want your kids to, to grow up stronger and have those experiences so that when they, you know, become adults and they're out in the real world, they, you know, they have some experience with it?
0: Well, see, that's what I'm telling them these stories for. I don't want them to go through it. I don't know if they're going to
2: be as wise, you know? Well, um, did you listen to your parents when they were telling you stories? I
0: did not. See, that's, that's the thing. You got to go through it, man. Well, and, and like yeah, you, that's true. I, I do feel that you have to go through it, and I have a lot of experience. That they feel that I should you know, write a book or a, a movie or something because all the stories I tell them. Oh, well, thank you so much for the call, Nero. Uh, but Jake, your your frame of mind is totally negating what I'm saying. My yeah. child can't learn anything if they've been abducted, <laughs> if they've been abducted or some crackhead. You know, bus driver kills them in a terrible crash. Well, that's true. But
2: it, like I say, it happens so rarely that I think we just see it so much because it's sensational. It's on the news. It's flashing in front of your face. But, you know, bad things are going to happen in life. You got to accept it and, and roll the dice or otherwise live under a rock. I, I've got some bad news, guys. It turns out my mom
1: is listening.
0: Oh, what? yeah. No. So how, does she, how does she
1: feel about things? You know, I mean, she's not telling me. My sister just texted me and said, Your mom is listening. She's so,
0: in a heap on the floor just crying.
1: Yeah. I thought
3: your mom didn't know about the radio or. Or about the podcast or anything. Well,
1: I, I filled her in. I, I wanted to let her know we were going on, but I was pretty sure she was working today. I guess she got
0: off early. So, <laughs> I mean, it's key to the story that Dennis moved out of his mom's house like two weeks ago. So. <laughs> yeah. Like six months, Yeah. okay. <laughs> he was breastfeeding until just months before that. Oh, okay. uh, Daniel, thank you so much for calling Drew Garabo Live. How do you feel about riding the bus?
4: Hey, uh... Uh, I used to ride the the bus in high school, which was only about three or four years ago. Um, I'm 20, but I was actually I in Hillsborough County. There's a the magnet program that a lot of high schools and middle schools can do,
3: and yeah, like a specialized just,
4: thing. huh. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, but yeah, the you know there's kids that are going to Blake for the music program. I went to Middleton for engineering, but there's all different kinds of kids. There's middle schoolers and there's high schoolers there's a lot of bullying but there is you know it's there's a lot of things that parents can be scared about like multiple times i've seen people dealing drugs and stuff like that Uh, a couple times some other inappropriate sexual things would happen uh between the high schoolers but you know i turned out all right nothing (laughs) happened to me um i got bullied just like everybody else did but you, know, you sound like you're doing all no good.
0: You sound like you're doing good, man. Thank you so much for the call. Uh,
1: I just had a friend of mine text me and said uh, he would let his kids ride the bus because that's where he first saw porn.
2: And,
0: oh, see, uh, Yeah. that Actually, surprisingly enough, it wasn't on the bus, but... Very strangely, it was at the bus stop. It was it was on the side of the road or something. The but that Playboy. was actually where I saw my first. Uh, and it wasn't Playboy. This was the this was like Fox <laughs> good or stuff. This was some very graphic stuff.
3: The bus stop is in sixth grades where I first learned about sexual favors because one of the neighbor boys who was older asked me to do stuff to him. Oh. So my mom oh, went down. De- what mom neighborhood
2: went- did you live in?
1: I
3: grew up in Pasco County. Okay. Uh, my okay. mom went down to the neighbor's house, knocked on the door, and his mom was mortified. And, and she then did they- the favors. No, then they. <laughs> And this whole like lecture in front of both of us it was awful. I'm going to handle
0: this for you. I'm going to show you how it's done. That actually my brother uh, and his fiance girlfriend wife they do not let the their daughter on the bus and it's because she had traumatic experiences on the bus because there was girls giving guys HJs in the back seat of the bus. So I mean the, in, in <laughs> See, this you miss out on so much if you deprive that these experiences from your kids. I mean the, I don't want my kid to end up like you, Jake. That's that's pretty much that's pretty much what I'm saying. Martina, thank you so much for calling Drew Garabo live.
6: Hi. Uh, in my case, I used to take my kids uh, to school. My oldest, he's 17 now, and he used to ride his bike since he was 12. Oh wow! Uh, to school. And then now my little ones, one is 11, the other one is 8. They, they ride the bus, and my 15-year-old daughter, she rides the bus, and they will go walking uh, to the bus and all that.
3: So Where do you I live? it's a good experience.
0: Where do you live, uh, Martin? I live in Lutz. Oh, Lutz? There's nothing going on out in Lutz. Nobody's... Yeah,
3: you have the Lutz boys.
0: Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that <laughs> like <laughs> MS-13? That's a gang? There's a Lutz yeah. gang? Thank you so much for the call uh uh dave what's up thank you for calling drew grab alive do you let your kids ride the bus
6: yeah i let my son ride the school bus i understand that there are you know uh fears to be worried about but the statistics show that you know there's bad stuff that's going to happen you can get into a car accident hit by a drunk driver while you're taking your kid to school but the main thing is is kids nowadays are baby too much and they're all special little snowflakes and that's That's what's ruining this country and this world, and we can't. See, Dave wants to make America great again.
1: I see myself as more of a budding flower.
6: Yeah, Jake. You know, you can't always be there for your kid. Your kid's going to have to grow up. They're going to have to learn to fend for themselves. Bullying's a part of life. HJ's on the back of the (laughs) bus. A part of life. And what what goes on in the bus? It's going to happen at school. It's going to happen at their friend's house regardless of how much you try to stop stuff from happening to your kids, it's going to happen somewhere at some point in time. And if you don't prepare them for it and they just get thrown into it, and they always have mommy and daddy got in their back, that you just can't do that for your kid. I've it's going to be detrimental for them later on in life when they become an adult, because they're not going to know how to deal with the real world. All right. Thank you so much. Growing up.
0: Thank you so much for the call, Dave. I, I feel you. I think age has a lot to do with it as well. I think at some point the age matters because if a, a small child cannot defend themselves against anything. So I'm, I'm more talking about the serious creepers.
3: 97X, Tampa Bay's New Rock Alternative. All right, everybody, put your balls
7: away. Now, Suck it up. let's talk sex.
3: Do what you have to
0: do. It's real sex. Uh,
1: Call Pinellas 217, Hillsboro 221. Toll free 877-327. They all end 9797. Real sex with the Morning X.
7: It is real sex with the Morning X. Drew and Seth, Danielle, the utility player in the house as well. I'm looking for a place semi-public, not completely out in the open where I'm going to get arrested or anything, but something set that's just naughty enough for me and Mrs. Drew to get it on. When's the last time you did naughty with Mrs. Drew? It's been forever. Exactly. Hey, uh, Whitney, this is good. This is right near where I live in uh, South Tampa. Whitney, what's up? Welcome to Real Sex in the Morning X. Hey, ready? Hold on one second, Whitney. There you are. How are you?
3: I'm well, how are
7: you? Oh, doing well. Thank you very much. What's your recommendation? Um, so you know those uh,
3: little alcoves you drive by every morning on
7: Gandhi? I do drive That's by me. those little alcoves. It's, uh, I, I don't even want to call it a Gandhi beach. It's more like Gandhi sand and water off of a bridge. But, yeah, I know those alcoves.
6: Uh, Well, it's the perfect
7: place
6: to uh, get
7: it on. For some reason, I think there are a lot of cops patrolling there. I don't know why. There's Uh, a lot of men patrolling, also. A lot of men patrolling there, which would gross me out. Have you done it there, Whitney?
6: Yes.
7: When was this? What time? The little
3: alcoves are pretty uh, secluded there.
7: So. Now, did you do it in a vehicle or out of a vehicle? In the vehicle. Okay, because there's a lot of mosquitoes there, and I'm anti-getting <laughs> well, anti well, bit up. i
4: light a citronella
7: for you. Oh, that would be lovely. Let me, we, l- let me do lookout. little tiki torch and a lookout, and we're good to go. And you didn't get caught by a cop or some creepy random guy? No. And, and how was it for you? Pretty exciting? Uh,
4: very exciting.
7: Yeah, these All ladies right. love the public stuff. Boy, I know, don't they? Yeah. 877-327-9797. Jennifer, what's happening? Welcome to Real Sex on the Morning X.
6: Hey, how
7: are you? Doing great, thank you, Jennifer. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Good. Tell me about a place where you got it on in public that really excited you that you think might work for me.
6: Uh, in a boat. You need to rent one if you don't have one. I don't and have one. In front of the uh, Air Force Base over off of Bayshore
7: Boulevard. The Air Force Base. That's uh, there's, there's some sort of federal regulation there and a safety yeah, I- issue.
6: Yeah, whatever the uh, the limit is, you're supposed to
7: be out. That's where we were. <laughs> oh. yeah, now, you don't have a boat, Drew, but you have no. a two-person kayak, right? Could, uh, that, could d- that work? <laughs> I don't have a kayak. I would be afraid to tip it over. Uh, how big that w- might be a little bit more
4: exciting. Uh, were you wearing a life jacket during this? Because oh. that would really heighten my pleasure. Uh,
6: not, not, not that type of life jacket. Oh, my. I
4: don't nope. even know what that means. <laughs> no
7: protection for you. You're a dangerous girl. Uh, now, yes. was there any risk of getting caught? Were there other boaters on the water when you did this?
6: Oh
7: yeah, absolutely! Oh, and that kind of added to the intrigue, didn't it? Uh, it
6: was fun. Yes, it was fun. And who was Completely the l- spontaneous?
7: Oh, and who was the lucky guy that you were with? Was it a husband, boyfriend, or some random guy that you met on a boat dock? Uh, <laughs> All of the above. It was, it was the boyfriend. <laughs> mm, you still with the guy? No. Oh damn it! To see the boat sex is gonna break us up. Uh, I like these. These are good, ladies. You're doing a fantastic <laughs> You're not job. Do any of these though? I think you just want to hear chicks talk about where they've had sex publicly. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Shayna, what's up? Welcome to Real Sex in the Morning, X. Morning, Shayna. So far, um, on the front runner is the alcove and the Gandhi uh, Bridge. Uh, mosquitoes, notwithstanding. Let's see if you can beat that.
6: I actually had sex at the YMCA, the Brandon YMCA. They have a, a bathroom upstairs, and it was so easy to get away with.
7: Uh, now, the Young Men's Christian Association is traditionally a family place where people work out. That's very naughty that you did that. You know that, right?
6: Yeah, but it, it was so tempting because I walk past this bathroom every day going to class, going to exercise class, and it just—it's so tempting. Is it? Is, and we went. is it a? one?
4: Is it a one-person bathroom? It is. Okay, that's, that's
6: why a secret. It really is.
4: Yeah, a little cramped. Uh, no, it's—it's a
6: full-size bathroom, oh. but it's only. Oh yeah.
4: That, no, what what she's saying is, what only one person can go in there oh, at a time. So you can lock oh, the door no, behind no. you. Oh,
7: and you. Yeah, it's
6: a normal sized bathroom, but it you know only one person is supposed to go at time. But it it's great.
7: Wonderful. And it's
6: huge. Plus you have the the handicap rail if you need to hold on to something. I
7: do need to hold on to something. Funny you should know that about me. Now, did you do it there, or is that just on your wish list?
6: Oh, no, I did it. We were supposed to go to class, and we got there late. So the class already started, so nobody was in the hallway. Right. So I did, looked at my husband. I said, I still need exercise. Grabbed him and went in there.
7: Fan-freaking-tastic. Thank you very much. These are great, Seth. 877-327-9797 on Real Sex. Looking for a semi-public place where I can convince Mrs. Drew that uh, in the Bay Area, we can uh, we can get it on there. Mandy, what's up? Welcome to Real Sex on the Morning X. Hey. Hey. Okay,
6: well, I had sex with this guy I've been seeing for a little bit. We actually had sex in a car dealership at 2 a.m. in the
7: morning. A car dealership? Like, uh, yeah. Work with me here. Was it open? <laughs> no. It doesn't seem it too dangerous open. at all. Well, it's breaking and entering. Yeah. Well, the, I guess it was. <laughs> no, in the, in the parking lot? Oh. Yes. In the car, deal, like where the cars are parked, we kind of like pulled into where cars are. So you can kind of imagine to yourself that there are other people in all those other cars, but there really aren't, so you know it's safe, but I don't know, man. There's probably a lot of, uh, of burglary and vandalism that goes on in those car dealerships, so there might there's always a chance that some random cop might be coming by. I don't know, though. Yeah, that could be cameras, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be make it even hotter, make your own porno. Um, now, Mandy, <laughs> like, would a cop really take a married couple to jail, though, for having semi-public sex at pri- in a, in a, in a privately owned dealership? I don't think so. they just give, it like, a little slap on the wrist or, wrist or butt, right? They'll
6: probably let them go. Yeah, I'm
7: sure. I would think so, but then again, Seth, you get a cop on a bad day and anything's possible. Hmm, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Victoria, what's up? Welcome to Real Sex in the Morning X.
6: Hey, um, I did it in the men's
7: bathroom at GI Green Iguana, I'm now, not sure. Now I, I'm not too sure the Green Iguana, where they're having the Rock Allegiance tour, wants to be associated with uh, breaking the law in public I knew you sex. Were say well, like that. well, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. And plus, here's my thing about the Green Iguana. I will forever associate the Green Iguana uh, with the place that I ate a five-pound burger challenge. So when my thought goes to that, uh, it kind of uh, grosses me out and doesn't make me think about <laughs> sex too much. But I salute well, you for doing it. And-
4: and there was also behind the pool tables.
7: What? You didn't have yeah. sex behind any pool tables. Yeah, we
4: did. In the corner, in the back corner.
7: While there are people inside the place.
4: There was nobody back there. They were all up front. I think the music was playing, so everyone was listening up front.
7: Seth, do you believe this story? Uh, Yeah, I do. You do? Absolutely. Why not? Oh, man. Uh, Amanda, what's up? Welcome to Real Sex in the Morning X.
4: Hi, Drew. Good
6: morning.
7: Good morning, Amanda.
6: I gave my man a face party on the sky ride at Bush Gardens.
7: <laughs> oh, now that's good because you're way up there in the sky where hardly anybody can see you, and people would just think, what's with that lonely, happy guy on the uh, skyway? Well, Why- well,
6: well, you're not. Exactly, and he has a great view while I'm being naughty to him, and then when... We got done with that. He was so excited from it that we went and had sex in one of
4: the family bathrooms. Oh, my gosh. You're right. It is a great view. I love observing the uh, zebras while the, uh, oh. the face party's going down. But it's, you're not all alone because you've got the people that are the other sky, right? that they're, they're coming you know, in the opposite direction that you're going in, and you always have to give them that friendly wave when you pass them by. Right. Well, they're not going to exactly. know what's going it's on. It's like
6: a boating wave. It's like, oh, nothing's going on. Great oh. time
7: on the sky ride. <laughs> That is so awesome because you can just look like you're really exhilarated to be gazing down upon the gazelles while you're riding by yourself. They're like, oh, who's that? insane guy grinning like a mental patient you know what i love that exactly would you like to go to the rock allegiance tour next monday at uh, green iguana I definitely would. Well, face parties are uh, always a plus here on the Morning X, oh, so you're yes, going. Uh,
4: we, we love bush Gardens. We don't encourage that kind of behavior there, though. Certainly not. Yes. It's a
7: fine family park. I had a great time there a couple of weeks ago, and no, uh, no none of that took on. Just the cheetah hunt, which is scary in and of Let's itself. Let's
4: keep it legal on the sky ride, people. It's always closed, and when it's open, you need to uh, appreciate it and respect it.
7: It is always closed, though, isn't it?
4: Uh, it, is, it is. Why is that? That's uh, probably a lot of nonsense that always happens on there. <laughs> I think
7: we just found out why.